So today as we move forward into the message, continuing on with the watchman, as I was praying, I'm saying, God, do I continue preaching on prayer? And I felt God say, the prayer of a righteous man. Not just prayer, but the prayers of a righteous man. And I started thinking back onto, uh, onto this verse in James. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Who's ever read that before? What does it mean to you? Somebody yell out. Amen. Yep. I can change things. Me as a person, not me as a pastor, but you as a person can change things through prayer. That's an exciting place to come to. And as I read this verse, I saw there's actually a lot more in place in that. So often we pray. And has anybody here ever asked the question, why do we not see things happening like we should within the church? I know a number of people have asked this. Jesus said, greater works than these you will do also. And I'm going, God, why are we not seeing this? Why do I not see that when I pray, the miraculous happens? Why do I not see that when I lay hands on someone, that their feet shoot out and grow? Why do I not see the miraculous like I want to see? And I believe there's a key in this verse that is strategic to that. The words effective and fervent, as it starts off with this, as you look through the Bible, those two words have meanings. Uh, Effective means active or working. Something that is effective is working, it's not broken. The word fervent has a number of meanings, but one of them is heat. But this one, when you look at this in the Greek, This doesn't have two Greek words. Effective and fervent are one word, energeo, where we get our word energy. It's active, it's working, it's producing heat. What do you know of that works and generates power and creates heat? Fire, what else? A generator, an engine. We've heard it before a number of times. Pete Holloway used to drum it into the youth. Prayer is the engine room of the church. So to be actively generating or to generate power is what your prayers do. Effective, fervent prayers can be translated as power-generating prayer. And what's really interesting is from a grammar point, it's a now word. So as I pray, from that moment, I am generating power. So often when we pray, God, why am I not seeing things come to pass? You may not see it in the natural, but you need to see it in the spirit because from the moment you prayed, you started generating power. The moment Sheila started praying for her healing, she was generating power in the spirit. The moment you started praying for your family to get saved, you started generating power in the spirit. The moment you started praying over your business, you started generating power in the spirit. The moment you pray, you start generating. So don't ever speak again and say, why is my faith not producing? Because you just shut down the engine. The moment we open our mouth, the moment we pray, we start creating life. Why? Because we're made in the image and likeness of God. God spoke 
and the worlds were created. You have a mouth, you speak, you create life. The moment you start praying with faith, you start generating power. I want to jump across to the last part. Avails much. The word avail means to wield power or a force to be reckoned with. How's that for English language? Who knows what much means? Take a guess. (laughs) A lot. Multitude, many, numerous, abundant, plentiful. So we can see that power generating prayer wields power and is a force to be reckoned with. The moment you open your mouth, you start doing something in the spirit that you may not see in the natural, but don't look in the natural, look in the spiritual. You start speaking over what you want. Too often the battle happens in our mind. And we go, well, I see this and this must be happening. That person said that, so they must be thinking this. And we go on and on and on. And we start creating things in our mind that don't need to be there. One of the biggest things I see within counselling is people's thinking patterns. We need to stop thinking destructive thoughts and we need to start speaking words of life. The things that we think about will eventually come out of our mouth. So if you're starting to think death and destruction, you're thinking, I can't, you're thinking, I'm a failure, you're thinking, I won't succeed in this, you will eventually speak that and you will create that. So if you don't want to create that, stop thinking on it, stop meditating on it. Because the Bible says whatever things are true, noble, just, pure, of good report, think on these things. We are able to generate thoughts that are creative. So don't ever think, I can't think on this. Start thinking, start speaking, start saying, this is what God's word says. Not what I see, not what's before me. So your words are power generating, your, your prayers are power generating prayers that wield power and are a force to be reckoned with. Now we come to the key word of that phrase, Righteous. Are you a righteous person? Who would say they are righteous? Who's ever sinned? Oh, more hands went up that time. (laughs) We are all human beings. We have all sinned. When we sin, we become unrighteous. And we can turn around and say, but I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes. Yes. But it also says that we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if we need to be cleansed of unrighteousness that comes through sin, then every time you sin, you become unrighteous. So what do we need to do? Is it a big deal? No. We just confess our sins. We go say, God, I've made a mistake. God, I did this wrong. Be specific. Be be clear. God, I looked at this TV screen. I shouldn't have looked at that. I thought this thought about that person. I shouldn't have thought about that. I want this to happen to that person and I really shouldn't have thought that. We need to be coming back. God, this is where I've failed. I'm sorry, I asked you to forgive me and then we go on. The other part of that is that we need to forgive quickly. And if we look at um, Mark 11, if you've got your Bible, I want you to turn to that. Mark chapter 11. Who's got their Bibles here today? Don't ever rely on me putting everything on the screen because I may not. We need to bring our Bible with us. It is our sword. We need to read our Bibles. And we have no excuse with a phone, with an iPad, with a computer. I've got my computer up the back. I've got my iPad here. I've got my phone here. I have multiple translations here with me today. We have every resource available to us today. Mark 11, 
22. And Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. That confirms what we've just been talking about. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. If we look at verse 25, it says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. I look at this verse and I say, I'm supposed to speak to the mountain. And a lot of people stop there and say that I can have whatever I pray for. But that word and ties those two sentences together. If I want to see mountain removing power, if I want to see powerful prayers, I have to learn to forgive. I have to forgive other people and I have to ask God to forgive me because God can't forgive me until I forgive other people. The two go hand in hand. If you want to be a righteous person, you have to be quick to forgive and you have to be quick to ask for forgiveness. There is no reason why we cannot pray as righteous people. There is no reason at all. So if we look at this verse and we tie all that together, the power generating prayers of a righteous man wield power and a force to be reckoned with from the moment those prayers are spoken. What I forgot to say too is that force to be reckoned with or wield power is also a now word. It's a present word. So the moment I speak, I start creating. The moment I speak, my prayers have a power that will do things in the spirit that I need to keep start thanking God for. Why do we give thanks? In that, that scripture that Inika read from Habakkuk, why do we give thanks in things that we haven't seen yet? Because we've been believing for them. We need to keep speaking down that direction. We need to keep speaking along that path. And if we're intentionally living a righteous life, then by default, our prayers are effective. By default, your prayers are effective. Everything hinges, the success of your prayer life comes back to who you are as a person. Am I quick to forgive? Am I quick to say, God, forgive me? Because so often we might say, well, God's not going to do that. I'm not going to see this. this. This may not happen. But we need to be quick to stand in the gap and to, to pray, to, to ask God to forgive, to, to release people. Because as I pray, I want to see a power generating. I want to see my words creative. I want to see the deaf, uh, the ears open. I want to see the sick healed. I want to see Sheila get out of a chair. I want to see Susie completely healed. I want to see uh, Nate's hand completely healed. We need to stand in the gap and pray and pray and pray because our prayers are effective. We need to be watchmen and watchwomen because our prayers are effective. Amen? You might say, well, I haven't, I haven't had a great prayer life. Well, start. Prayer is just communication with God. If you know how to open your mouth, you know how to pray. And you get better as you practice it. But we need to, God, what do you want? God, this is what I'm seeing. God, this is what I'm thinking. Start with something small and allow it to grow. You might say, I, I can't. Yes, you can. Because the moment you speak... Your prayers generate power. Who's ever seen a baby cry? What happens when a baby cries? They make noise? What happens to the parent when the baby cries? What was that? They run to them. 
So if a baby cries and the parent knows to respond, then if you don't know how to pray and you say, God, help, God runs. He responds to your faith because your prayers are powerful and effective. Amen? Now, one of the things I struggle with as a perfectionist is that I have to know how everything works and have everything in order. And God upset my plans this morning and directed me down a different path, which is leave me... Oh, Tinnika's going, ooh. <laughs> Instead of going down the path I was, I believe we need to start praying as a body of believers for things within our church this morning. So I want everyone to understand... And I want you to start thinking, if there's anything within my life I need to ask God forgiveness for, or if I need to forgive someone, I'm not going to ask you to, to out loud deal with that, but you need to deal with that for your prayers to be effective. So I'm just going to pray, and if that's on, if you can think of anything or anyone in mind that you say, I've got to forgive, I've got to release that person, I don't understand how it's happening, but I need to do it, then you do it as we pray. If you've got anything that you know you've been doing that, that God needs to step in, then you deal with that as we pray. But Father, this morning we come before you as a church, we come before you as families, we come before you as business people, we come before you as ministries, we come before you as individuals. Lord, we are your children. And Father, I pray right now, as your word says in Psalm 139, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me into the way everlasting. If there's people that we need to be forgiving, Lord, we ask that you reveal them to us now. We ask that you just show us who they are, give us the faith to step up and say, I choose to release that person. Father, if there's areas in our lives that, need, uh, that need, we need to be repenting of, we ask that you reveal those to us now. We ask you to forgive us. We thank you that your word says that we can just come before you, we can repent, and you are faithful and just to forgive us. So Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that as a right-standing people, we can pray, that we can see the miraculous. And I want to start with marriages. If you're married, I want you to come forward. I'm going to include Liz and Ben in that as an engaged couple. If you're engaged, come forward as well. I believe God wants to do something within marriages. I know Bart and Inika have got a real passion for marriages, so I'm going to ask them to pray throw you on the spot. Just pray for marriages as God leads you. Lord, we just bless you for marriages. We just bless you, Lord, for companionship. We thank you, Lord, for submission from one to another. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings that come in union under the union of you. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we pray that where marriages are struggling, where there is brokenness, that you will bring restoration. Lord, you hate divorce. And so, Father, we are claiming restoration of those marriages that are not in a good place. Yeah. And we declare that the enemy has no right to tear asunder those that God has put together in Jesus' name. Mm. And, Lord, I also want to pray for those um, standing here or in our fellowship who have unsaved partners. Yes. Lord, we ask you to reveal yourself to those unsaved partners and, Lord, to draw them into true fellowship that there might be true spiritual unity in the home, mm. in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you for every marriage here. We thank you that we can stand in the gap for, for marriages. I thank you, Lord, for, uh, for, for your plan. Lord, marriage is, is part of your plan. And Lord, we just pray your blessing over every marriage here. We pray your blessing over every family here that is represented by every couple. 
Lord, I thank you for, for who you are. I thank you for all that you've done. We just declare your blessing and your favour upon every marriage. I speak healing over every marriage. I speak an increase in, uh, in communication over every marriage. I speak an increase in vision over every marriage. And I speak a tighter spiritual union between every husband and wife represented in this place. I just feel the Lord is telling me, and maybe it's for a few people, but pray together. It's such a key to bring your marriage close and pray for protection over your marriage. The enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. So pray protection over your marriage every day, and we just claim that now in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. You may be seated again. I want to encourage you to continue praying over your marriages. And if you want to get married, God, lead me. Next thing I want to do is ask those who are involved in ministry of some form or another, just to stand. And that's every one of you, by the way. <laughs> You are all called to be ministers, whether you minister in a business, whether you minister in your family, whether you minister within the church. Father, we thank you for every ministry here. We thank you for every person here. Lord, we stand in agreement. We pray your blessing upon every ministry represented in this place. Lord, we pray your favour upon every ministry in this place. I thank you, Lord, that you have a plan and a purpose for us as individuals. I thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for the ministry that we have. It's not just something we do. It's a ministry where your name is glorified. And Father, we pray for prophetic direction over every person here who sees what they do as ministry. We ask for your leading. We ask for your guidance. We ask for your counsel. We ask for your direction in Jesus' name. The other group God asked me to pray for this morning was business people. So if you own a business or run a business or manage a business, I want you to come forward. Now, I don't want you just to pray, just to sit there and go, oh, this is, this is interesting, this is something different. We as a church are praying. If you own a business, come forward. I want you to lift your voice and start praying over these businesses because these businesses generate income. And God uses businesses to further his work. Amen? So let's stand, let's lift our voices. Father, we thank you for every business represented here. We thank you, Lord, that there are, these are men and women with a heart and a passion to serve you. And Lord, I pray your, your blessing over every business. Father, we speak life into every business. We speak provision into every business. We speak the correct employees into every business and the right clients into every business. Father, we speak peace over these businesses, that there won't be difficult clients, there won't be difficult uh, situations. If there are things that are currently being experienced, then we speak the peace of God to those situations. We speak the favour of God, the wisdom of God. We thank you, Lord God, for every business represented here. Lord, your name is to be glorified. Your name is to be exalted. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. We thank you for your provision in Jesus' name. Amen. Keep praying for our businesses. Keep praying for our ministries. Keep praying for the families in this church. You guys can sit down. Next one I'm going to ask is people who are sick or need a, a breakthrough. Come forward. Or stay here. <laughs>
the effective fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. The moment we pray, the moment things should start happening. Amen? If there's anybody here who can't walk or can't come forward and would like prayer, raise your hand. If you see a hand, gather around them. And I'm not preaching this message just to say another Sunday's message wasn't that great. We as a church need to be involved in these prayers. We just ask everyone to pray for the business. I wasn't hearing much. We are a family. We need to be watchmen and watchwomen. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. Let's all pray. Let's all open our voices and declare the truth of God's word. Father, I thank you for every person standing up here. Lord, every person who's not able to come forward, Father, we speak life. We continue to speak healing. We speak clarity of mind. We speak a mind of Christ. Lord, your word promises that we have the mind of Christ. I thank you, Father, from the top of our head right down to the soles of our feet. We speak healing. We declare healing. Your word says, believers will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. If you're standing at the front, you hold hands with someone next to you and you believe in faith for their miracle as well as your own. Father, as people are being touched, as they're having people praying, Lord, we stand in the gap and we agree in Jesus' name for the miraculous to fall. We speak healing. We speak life. We thank you that the mountain is to be moved. We thank you, God, that you have given us faith, that you have given us authority, that your Holy Spirit lives within us, that we are not faithless, that we are not powerless because we operate under the power of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for that. We speak healing. We speak life. We declare your favour. We declare your blessing. We declare breakthrough. Lord, we are made in your image and likeness. We speak with the authority of your word and we stand in this place and we say, Jesus Christ is Lord over every situation. We speak breakthrough. We declare breakthrough. We declare healing as of this moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Is there anybody who's felt anything right now who would like to testify? Just feeling a peace? Great. Anyone else? We need to be expecting the miraculous when we pray. Every time we open our mouth, God, I'm expecting a breakthrough. Look at that verse on the screen again. The power generating prayers of a righteous man wield power and are a force to be reckoned with from the moment those prayers are spoken. So stop speaking something else. You continue speaking. I have prayed, I declare, I stand in the gap, this is what I'm believing for. And when the enemy comes in, don't sit there and accept it. You're a watchman. Louvain's got a big stick, she'll swing it. (laughs) Don't own sickness, great. So, So often... Just for the recording, say it again. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. Amen. From the moment you pray, you believe. Why? Because the moment you pray, you are creating. Amen. I want you to leave today standing on the promise of God's word in every area that you need. Every area that you need. If you have a family member that needs prayer, you stand in the gap. If someone at your workplace needs prayer, you stand in the gap. You watch. God, we're believing for the miraculous. Because prayer starts birthing things. we, We often say, God, I need a breakthrough, and there's that whole forceful thing. Sometimes things need to change 
bit by bit within us. But as we start praying, God starts birthing things, you will start seeing differences. Don't ever go, it'll never happen. We're just going to pray for our youth as well. Robin just feels led to pray for that. So all our youth, I want you to stand. Come forward. You guys who are at the front can stay forward. We're just going to, we're going to pray with them all as well. And you guys can pray. Youth, young adults. I could say if you're under 50, that's me. I just heard somebody that we prayed for before had a, a reduction in pain. We need to get excited over things that we see with that. And we need to be believing for those things. So how about everybody gather around our youth? These guys are not our next generation, they are our now generation. You just lay hands on them, you start praying, you start believing for breakthrough in their life, start believing for encounters of the Holy Spirit in their life, start believing for, for provision of jobs, for provision of housing, provision of husbands and wives, if that's what they're after. You start believing for the miraculous over their life. Father, we speak over our youth. We declare life and the blessing and the favour of God over our youth. Father, we thank you that, that you are a God who breathes life and vision. Father, we speak provision over them. We speak the provision of jobs. We speak the provision of good marks at school. Lord, that as they engage and they do what they are capable of doing, that you will embrace that, you will take that and take it to the next level. We thank you, Lord, for the provision as they move forward, as they look at jobs, as careers, as housing, husbands and wives. Lord, I thank you that you will operate within their lives. You will show them favour. You will give them wisdom. You will open doors. The people say, that is just not possible but they can stand and say, it is possible because I serve a living God. We speak your blessing over them. I thank you, Lord, for, for preachers to rise out of this group, for pastors to rise out of this group, for prophetic ministries to rise out of this group, for evangelists to come out who will share the word of God, who will teach, they will be apostles. Lord, I thank you for the ministries within our youth that will start seeing life, that will start seeing change within our world, within our culture, within our society, not just in our building, but out where they live. We speak your blessing. We declare it. We thank you, Father, that we are part of your work in this place. And we declare your favour over every single one of them in the name of Jesus Christ. For whatever we've prayed for today, Lord, I thank you that there is life. I thank you that the moment we speak, that there is favour, that there is things happening in the Spirit, that you are a mighty God. That today being Remembrance Day of 2018, people will look back and remember that today was a day where change started happening. That today was a day where the miraculous started flowing. That today was a day where their breakthrough took place, where their marriage was healed, where, where they heard from a boss or an employer saying, you're getting a promotion, you're getting a new job, that their loans will come through, that, the, that whatever their need is, Father, they will see a God operating on their favour. We just thank you for your faithfulness. We declare your goodness, Father. We just want to acknowledge you as our God. We say thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for us. All glory and praise belongs to you. In Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone said...
Amen.